Triple M, Dave Fabrecki on this Monday morning and uh, 1927 with Eric Wiedemann out the front. And that's when I think of you. Well, we're coming into the wet season, folks, and it's probably uh, about time to have a chat with the Bureau and DFES as we do around about this time every year. It's called the Seasonal Outlook. And joining me in the studio, Todd Smith from the Bureau. Good morning to you, Todd. How are you? Yeah, good, Dave. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, ask me again on Friday. Uh, and Peter McCarthy, the Regional Superintendent for DFES, joins me again in the studio. I'll wave to you, Pete, because I can't see you behind the screens. How are you today? Very well, thanks, Dave. Uh, start with you, Pete. Uh, we've got the Town of Port Hedlund's uh, Green Waste Cleanup uh, kicking in from tomorrow. Now, obviously, the town doesn't want people loading out their, off, their old uh, dryers and washers and car batteries, but um, it's probably a good reminder for a bit of preparedness to... Uh, have the yard ready and uh, tie down any potential missiles. Uh, yeah, mate. Um, it's, a, it's a good opportunity um, for people to get out there, trim up those tree limbs that um, might be getting close to the buildings, um, especially the ones around their windows. Um, yeah, just generally clean up around the yard and make sure that there's nothing that'll um, uh, fly away in, uh, in in a potentially sort of cyclonic winds, so um, it's good good of the councils and I think across the region, uh, similar dates for the green waste to start so, yep, um, and get out before it gets too hot out there. Before, oh, apart from getting into the, the gardens, uh, around the house, what should we uh, get done? Should we make sure our cyclone shutters actually close since we've probably had them open all winter? Yep, that sort of thing. Um, you know, do a general maintenance inspection of your, your property, um, you know, any loose, um, loose bits of fence or, you know, if you're, the roof looks like it might need a, a tech screw or two sort of attended to. Uh, any visible signs of rust um, on, on the steelwork and the like. So, um, yeah, a good chance to have a bit of a look at things that, that might um, prove a bit bit of a weakness um, when we get some inclement weather. And a cyclone pre- preparation kit is probably advisable about now to start getting that organised if you haven't done it since last cyclone season. Yep, start thinking about your, your battery-powered radio, um, Mobile phone charger, one of those uh, little um, power banks to to give you a bit more um, sort of extension on on your phone charge if the power goes out, um, and we save food and water for for five days at least. Alrighty, uh, and if people want more details about how to do all this, it's already all on the Emergency WA um, website. Yep, yep. So there's um, a lot of information there. There's um, actually a tool to to for your cyclone plan, so um, walks you through sort of where where the safest place in your house is and if you need to relocate sort of um, where, where you'd think about doing that. Not everyone has a basement unlike uh, or, or a wine cellar like you, Pete, uh, so we can't go and uh, set, set ourselves down there. But emergency.wa.gov.au. Todd, just turning our attention to you, cyclone season, I guess uh, we haven't had a decent one uh, around here for probably about five, maybe even ten years since we've had a decent one come through. Uh, Cyclone George might have been the last one to come through here uh, and cause a bit of damage, and that was 15 years ago. Um, So I guess um, the message is we shouldn't really be complacent about this. Um, What's the Weather Bureau saying about the the seasonal outlook then? Yeah, you did write about not being complacent. Um, You know, it's hard to know where any individual cyclone is going to go, but this part of the world is... I said that at six o'clock this morning. You wouldn't give me a number. <laughs> <laughs> this part of the world is more a matter of of when, not if. Um, so um, as Pete said, look, I really encourage people to use October to, to get their preparations in place now. Um, we declared a, a La Nina uh, last month. 
Um, the ocean temperatures off the northwest shelf are, are much warmer than normal. Uh, and so all of that points to... So is that an ideal breeding ground then for, yeah, for twisters? Yeah, yeah so, so the ocean, the, the warm ocean sea surface temperatures are, is the, the fuel, the energy mm-hmm. uh, for thunderstorms and, and cyclones to form. So warmer ocean temperatures lend themselves to uh, both an earlier start to the to the cyclone season, so so we would we would expect to see our first cyclone late November, early December, rather than sort of mid to late December, mm-hmm. um, which is more typical. And with that lengthening of the season, then we tend to see uh, more cyclones than normal during these La Nina type years. Now, um, where and when they're going to form is is always you know. I wish the crystal ball was that clear this far out. But, yeah, I, um, had, I had a very wise man say to me once when he, when I asked, or when he was asked, a question was, uh, I, <laughs> I don't have a crystal ball, it's just the way I walk. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep, I can relate to that. <laughs> um, and so, you know, as we saw last year, we had we had five cyclones in the, the northwest region. Which is fairly typical. I mean, every, yep. every year I talk to you guys or someone from the Bureau, and it all started with Joey Courtney many years ago, five to seven, Dave, five to seven. Yeah, and I'm thinking, okay, that's like a working week and a whole week, um, but that's that's your typical range of uh, cyclone activity, if you like, off the northwest coast, isn't it? Yep, yep, it fluctuates a bit either side of that. Yep. Um, but you know, there could be you could have all five of those crossing the coast, or like last year, four of them were way offshore, and and we only had Arnica that really kind of troubled um, part of the. Well, it hit the, the Kimberley pretty hard, didn't it? Yeah, that's they right. They had flooding for weeks. They did. Um, and, and I think that's a really important reminder for people is that the cyclone risk is not just around the winds. No. Um, but it's it's the, the heavy rainfall and flooding as they cross the coast. There's, it often kills more people than, than the wind. Um, and also those who are very much in the coastal zone, there's large waves and, and storm surge risk. So there's a range of hazards that come with these systems and, you know, this is the part of the world that, that, that gets a lot of them, so I just really encourage people to take it seriously, use October to be ready, and and, uh, and hopefully you're ready to go if, if something comes through this way this year. Comes back to uh, try not to be complacent. If they are real, they do happen, and if, if, if nothing more than major cloudbursts and, and rains, particularly if they get inland, the rivers will run, and it may take a few days, but they will get here because they need to empty out in the coast. And that means the Yule, the Turner, uh, the Fortescue, the Ashburton, further down will all be starting to run, particularly if the rain gets into the inland parts and starts um, causing the rivers to run, if you like. Yeah, absolutely. And and also, you know, it's important to remember that the cyclone impacts can be felt a long way inland, as you say. Yep. Um, you know, with Cyclone Arnica last, last February, or this February, sorry, um, we saw impacts as far inland as Telfer, um, had 110 kilometre hour wind gusts. Uh, 140 mils of rain in 24 hours as the system passed by. So they can still uh, hold some destructive um, uh, attributes well inland, not just the, the 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 wind, but that rainfall that, that can lead to flooding that, that, as you say, has to go somewhere, uh, can be in the landscape for a while and it can cause trouble with, with roads, particularly unsealed roads.
There's plenty of uh, floodways along our major roads, Great Northern Highway, the Great the Northwest Coastal Highway have a lot of flood zones on there as well as we've found throughout the uh, the rains, just the ordinary seasonal rains. But uh, Macca, I guess uh, we should point people to uh, websites other than emergency.wa.gov.au. Uh, There's uh, DFAS has their own website, uh, which is the, a government one as well, dfs.wa.gov.au. And also main roads. Uh, people need should be paying attention to these, uh, particularly if they are going to be travelling uh, or planning on travelling. I mean, I know I'm planning on travelling mid-December, and which is smack bang in the middle of uh, when we reckon the, the first of the cyclones should be on a doorstep, p- potentially. Yeah, that's right, Dave, and, and uh, Main Roads do have a very comprehensive website there. And it, it may be, you know, it is the wet season, so it, it, not necessarily cyclone, but, um, you know, thunderstorms yep. and uh, other weather events that, that will cause discrete um, floodway river or floodway rises and um, yeah, enough to, to block the road. So we we do, you know, we implore people not to drive through floodwaters. Um, you, you don't know how deep it is. You don't know what the condition of the road underneath is. So the good thing about it, it usually goes away pretty quick up here. Um, so, you know, just be patient, wait, turn around, go back where you came from. But, um, you know, the, the majority of people who um, drown in floodwaters are locals who think that they do know the, uh, the, the road and the area. So, um, yeah, we'd, we'd really like to sort of make people aware that's um, something we don't want happening. The other website, of course, is uh, the Bureau's one, bomb.wa.gov.au as well, which will give you, uh, particularly in, when the cyclones are announced, the, the track and threat map, and you'll be able to follow that, uh, assuming you still have power at your place uh, or on your phone. You can you can watch it on there as well. Uh, Triple M will keep you updated as well throughout the cyclone season, uh, so you've got your local radio uh, for coverage throughout the uh, season as well. Todd, thanks for dropping by. Macca, uh, once again, a pleasure as always. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave.